Hey, beautiful people, this is the Dude of New Windsor. It is time for another installment of Chewing the Cut. You know, I heard a really interesting saying. You only live once, right? That popular YOLO saying. But then you know what? If you think about it, it's all wrong. We all die once. We live every day. So we need to put our differences aside and start living life. What do you say? Let's chew the cut, 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 cut. All right, my my family, my people, it's been a while. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Chewing the Cud, Chew the Cud with the Dude of New Windsor. I am your host. I am, I have a special guest with me today. Uh, he is known by the the alias Scrappy Skates. My man Scrappy. How's it going, Scrappy? Not too bad. How you doing, my dude? I'm doing quite well, quite well. Um, how how are things? How are you doing? How is how's life treating you? Well, you know, life's always good. Uh, I haven't had a bad day in so many years, so I can't really complain. <laughs> um, I know that we definitely there, we can always have good days, but uh, we always gotta anticipate those those bad days. And I think it's it's just a matter of. Um, getting through them, um, I think that's the real test when we come across those those ups and downs. Um, Scrappy is here with us today because um, he is he's doing his thing. He is a musician, uh, poet. You can call yourself a poet. Musician, um, poet, musician, poet, skateboarder, skateboarder, writer. rapper, um, icon. I, I think he's a guy. I think icon would be the best uh, way to describe uh, Scrappy. Scrappy's an icon. Um, Scrappy, do you have a, do you have an Instagram can people can follow you on? Oh yeah, Scrappy Skates. Scrappy Skates yeah, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so, <clears throat> Scrappy, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell me um, what got in? What got you into? Um, music and wanting to put some music out for yourself that's actually uh that's actually kind of funny um well growing up i always wrote music for bands just like writing music writing poetry and stuff like that and uh about nine years ago i uh i started skateboarding for a music group and the joke that they had was there was uh, three guys in the group that didn't actually do music and one was an artist uh one was just kind of like um friend longtime friend and there was me who was a skateboarder and the joke was that all three of us were going to get together and make the best song ever okay and because we didn't make music and then uh we had a poetry jam Mm -hmm. in uh, downtown chinatown okay and i had uh told them i would do it and then forgot so then they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing this. Like, are you ready? And I had never actually been on stage <laughs> with uh, my own material. Okay. You know, like I did plays in school and stuff like that. And like it wasn't from my heart. So it didn't really bother me. And I had never been so nervous in my entire life. Mm. And so uh, they're like, yeah, let's do this. Like, it's your time. And I was like, uh, okay. Got up on stage, had a poem memorized, forgot every single piece of it. Mm. everything and i was like what am i gonna do uh-huh. and i told her when i was like you know i had something performed prepared yeah now i just have to go off the top of my head 
and literally just close my eyes and just start talking. I have no <laughs> idea what I said, <laughs> but uh, everyone loved it. And then that was the the spark. Mm-hmm. That was your birthday. And, yeah. Then they just kept pushing it. Like, come on, dude. Like, you should do music. Like, that was really good. You should do music, mm-hmm. music, music, music. And then I gave in. First mm-hmm. time in my life, gave in to peer pressure. And, and uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was definitely for the best. Right on. Man, I um, I, I kind of I want to say that I've been in a situation where um, involving music and being in front of crowds. There was this one time in college, um, there they put on a talent show, and I was like, I want to do it. Like it had been a while since I'd really played music. Um, there, it's been a while since I've like, you know, tried to perform, and because it had been a while and going I'm, I'm picking a song I'm like okay it's gonna be cool like I, I'm gonna pick this song and I'm gonna invite people to come to the if I make it I'm gonna invite people to come to the performance and then like I'm gonna have them kind of like help like um, participate in the song like that was my plan my end game like I'm gonna I'm, I gotta get through this audition first Mm -hmm. but my end game thinking was like okay this is what i'm gonna have people do in the stands and then like make it like a thing like where what's everyone doing oh man this is awesome you know to like to make that scene you know yeah um so then auditions are there and i bring my guitar and i'm you know i'm tuning it out and i'm just rehearsing and as i'm doing so every all the other acts are are auditioning and then um, I think it was just like one band after another band uh, and then a singer and then like another band. I'm like starting to get like intimidated <laughs> because because uh, like like these bands, like all the all the guys were like or I should say all the girls were going, kind of like going like band boy band crazy. And, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. and I was like, dang, is it is it? is it supposed to be like this how like it's like in junior high and high school over again um and i just kind of i think i was just thinking about it too much like man i shouldn't be nervous i've performed before and um so i get up there and i'm playing the song and i blanked i blanked on the words and i'm like all right that's it um i took the walk of shame and that was that was college and that's really been and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to admit it on the air. <laughs> um, that's really been like one of like my, that's been my Achilles heel in, in regards to like music. You know, I still find um, bands every once in a while that I'm like, oh, I'll listen to. and um, But like has never really, I've never got re-inspired to perform in front of any everyone mm-hmm. or people. Um, so that's been kind of like that Achilles heel for me lately or in the last 10 years. Um, but I just figured, you know what, maybe that's just the way that the cards came down and, and maybe, the, I don't know, like, cause I, I mean, like now I'm married, I have my kids now. So it's, you know, like my focus has to be on them. Um, and I don't want to like rob them of any time with me that I could be practicing, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I definitely do want to keep music in the family. So I'm having to like eventually teach my my son how to play the guitar so i'm just gonna pass the torch and let him ride that one out so but i've been there i've been like just scared like like (laughs) i mean like you know me for years like i've like 
I've got too much confidence. I live I live in confidence. Mm-hmm. So for me to be truly nervous and like, oh my God. Look, I don't what it oh my god. I spent a month <laughs> prepping. Yeah. It happens. Where did it go? It happens. You know, and then it's just like I gotta do something. Mm-hmm. And I could have I've been and I was drinking because I was so nervous. And so I like I don't know what I said. Uh-huh. And I invited so many people. Right. And like my managers were there. My district manager and all my friends and <laughs> oh. on the car ride up, my friends were like, we're just like, everyone's like talking and having a good time and I'm just driving. And then it's just like, Scrappy, are you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Are you sure you're okay? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, you haven't said anything this entire drive to LA. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. Dude, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong? Like, you, you it's what's wrong. There's something wrong with you. I'm nervous. Uh-huh. And they're like, pull over <laughs> there's something going on like are you serious like you're serious right now like yeah i'm serious got there i was like you know what let me get a beer calm me down seven beers later <laughs> i'm on stage in front of 75 people and just like yeah i got nothing <laughs> and uh it was actually it was i guess for me it was a little bit freeing to not have it all together mm-hmm. you know and to just Hope that it was. I hope it sounded good. Yeah. I mean, everyone seemed to like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I said. I know people still talk about it to this day, but no one can recite what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that guy from Chinatown. Like, yeah, hey, what, what did I say that night? Like, I don't remember, but it was dope. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. All right. That's that's something. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh it's um one one interesting experience to go through when when you have things prepared and when it's time to execute like just kind of like draw blanks you know um and that's that's an interesting thing about life i find sometimes it's because i think in those times um you have nothing really going on in your head except the fact that you're drawing blanks and you're aware of it Mm -hmm. and you get a sense of like how time just kind of like freezes um and like you literally could be thinking of like what's going to happen within the next week or the next month in that short amount of time it's that's it's mind-boggling because it's like you know you always see that in movies yeah. you always see that in movies how it's portrayed and then it just happens to you in real life and it's like man like it's crazy yeah that's crazy um so Scrappy is going to have a new album released. Uh, we're looking at the what time frame? We're looking at uh, late October. Late October. Yes. Um, is do, does the album have a name? Is it? Uh, yes, uh, Makeshift Mind by okay. Scrappy Skates. Yeah. So, uh, Makeshift Mind. What what's the story behind that? Uh, so. My thought process is a little bit different from most people's. So, like, uh, I put things together weirdly. Okay. And by doing that, my music has a little bit of a... For some people, it's a little bit hard to understand. And so, as I've been making music over the years, and I keep talking to people, and then, like, I'll go and perform places, and I always have people coming on after me, like, hey, that was a really good set. What did this mean? Mm-hmm. I've never heard this word before. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, this is just this. And this this is this means this. You know? Like uh one of my favorite words is imbrued. 
Okay. Just basically means disdain. And it'll, well, why would you just say disdain? Well, because it, well, it doesn't sound as good. Right. <laughs> you know, right. My, my, my brain works a little bit differently. So, like, everything's a little bit makeshift in my life. Okay. You know, I, I put, to, put things together however I want to. You know, it's like, um, like buying something from Walmart and not having the pieces in the box. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is just going to take it back and be like, hey, you know, the screws and everything is in the box. I'm just going to find stuff around the house and I'm going to put it together. And okay. it's not going to work well, but it'll last mm-hmm. until, you know, the legs fall off. <laughs> right, right. And then I'll just find another way to put it together again. Uh-huh. So I've always been like a, a makeshift type kid. Okay. So it's just like makeshift mind. It's, it just fits together. Okay. So uh, is it safe to kind of assume that the, uh, the album is going to revolve around pretty much just using what you have? like given to you in life sort of thing um certain aspects of it yeah it's kind of uh i wanted it to feel like you're gonna get a little bit of piece of every part of me Mm -hmm. you know everything that i've kind of gone through throughout the years uh just like storytelling and and a little bit of heartbreak and exciting times and just like living life to the fullest and now that i have kids like what it feels like to be a parent but you it's not like completely apparent that I'm talking about that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was just looking for. Something a little bit off the wall, but subtle. Okay. Right on. Uh, so how was the process coming along with uh, makeshift mind? It is, uh, any interesting stories, uh, that you've, uh, had during that, the time. I mean, it's just kind of like, it, they everything falls together in like the weirdest places so like before covid mm-hmm. it's like a night out with the boys mm-hmm. drinking having a good conversation mm-hmm. mid conversation i'm just like oh i thought of something clever i have to write this down yeah and then it's everyone else having fun and now i'm in the corner on my phone in the zone <laughs> in the zone and just like everyone's like yo it's time to leave like oh okay let me finish my beer I think I might have something here, you okay. know, They're like, okay. Or it's a uh, mid drive mm-hmm. going to work, coming from work, going anywhere. I was like, I got to pull over cause okay. I got to write this, Oh wow. you know? And it's just weird to, to try to, to drive and type. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like, let me just, let me just pull over. And so I, I've been kind of late to places now because of that. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't mind if people start, people understand for the most part, like, Oh dude, you're supposed to be here like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I got inspiration. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, what had happened was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you heard it first. Scrappy is not late because he wants to be late. It's because he is working. He yeah. is working. And luckily, my uh, my managers understand. Oh, and they actually, so uh, you've been late to work. I've been late to work a couple times. Because of and, this. And <laughs> uh, it's always the uh, writing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, that's fine. That's, not, that's, you know. that's good that you've developed that type of... Uh, professional working relationship with your with your superiors so that's cool that's yeah. cool yeah no um have you had any regrets as far as um all right i guess i wouldn't call it regrets would you have your other songs you've done in the past things you would have wish you'd have done differently um oh definitely um for anyone who listens to me for the first time, my first album is kind of garbage. 
Um, I appreciate the integrity. Yeah, yeah, there might be maybe two songs on that album that are like pretty decent, but I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. You know, so I grew up listening to AFI and Green Day and mm-hmm. Thrice, you know, and to be have to become a rapper and never listen to really listen to rap music. I didn't know what I was doing. So it's a lot of talking. Okay. Sped up and Okay. You can you can you can hear it. Okay. <laughs> so I would have definitely like uh I would have probably like taken my time before putting it out. Mm-hmm. So I think we recorded that album in like two months. Okay. From them saying like pushing me to do it, I'm like, yeah, let's do it and then just like recording a bunch of songs like which ones do you want to put on this album? Mm-hmm. Let's do these. I'm like, okay. Okay. I think uh one of them's a freestyle and it's really bad. But it's uh <laughs> We were horrible. We were drinking Bud Light, so it's called the Bud Light Flow. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think I'm aware of this one. It's over Cat's Cradle. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just, for me, it's funny. Mm-hmm. But then I go back and listen to it, I'm like, God, that's so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> so bad. Like, uh, I had a, like, a lot of friends were like, you shouldn't do this anymore. Yeah, oh, okay. Like, you should, you should stop. Like, this, is, this isn't good. A lot of stuff you do is good. This isn't good. This isn't the thing for you. But you know what? Those those individuals, I think, um, the ones you would want to uh, appreciate because you don't want everyone to just like say, "Oh, that's great, that's great." But you know, you you do want to hear the criticism. Exactly. You do want to hear what can make it better, and I'm and I'm sure that that's probably um, what you've kept in 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 your mind when you're thinking of the next project. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really that's cool. Um, so you did talk about uh, other influences. Do you have like a your number one? Uh, well, let's first off, what would you say is your favorite? Your most if you can pick any artist to listen to on a road trip, and you can only pick one for the road trip. What artist would it be? Oh, that's easy. Senses fail. Those okay. uh, those guys are amazing. All right. Do, and do they have like a a, a specific? album or song that you like like live by <laughs> yes actually um irony of dying on your birthday mm. it is it it's one of the most compelling songs for me because it's the i want to say like the second third verse he says um i choose to be the serial killer because the victims don't get any fame and i was like yes I'd never thought about that, you know, like these people who do these horrible things, mm-hmm. everyone always remembers them, mm-hmm. but the people who they did it to just like fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never, never thought about that until he said it. And I was like, dang, like, that's, that's it. Like, okay. Like I get what, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then it started just like everything he started saying, you could just like listen and hear his passion. And then. He does it acoustic, and it's like, oh my god, I just love it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I need to die on my birthday is probably my favorite one. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, so let me ask you this: um, if you could pick any movie to watch, um, and let's just say that it could, if you can watch it like over and over again with unlimited popcorn, unlimited uh, whoppers. <laughs> <laughs> What movie would you pick? Well, my favorite movie of all times is Casablanca. For real? Yes, that is. I've seen so many movies. I own so many movies, but Casablanca does it for me mm-hmm. every single time. Hmm. But 
if I had to choose one movie <laughs> to watch every single day for the rest of my life, it's going to be a goofy movie. A goofy, <laughs> a goofy movie. Uh, yeah. It, Casablanca makes you think. A goofy movie makes me smile. No matter mm-hmm. how many times I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And then I get to show my kids. Right. And everybody growing up remembers that movie. And you got Powerline. And Powerline. then the perfect cast and Max's dance and the whole, the whole auditorium concert that he did for Roxanne. And, oh, it's just, I love it. You know, <laughs> high dad soup. Come on, man. Yeah. I love that. I love everything about that movie. Like it just keep watching. I've watched it so many times. That was a great one. Yeah. That was a great cartoon movie. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> um, where do you, where do you see yourself? Uh, let's call it 10 years from now. Uh, 10 years from now, extremely happy. Okay. I mean, I don't know where I'm going to be. Uh, I know I'm still be making music. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'll still be able to skateboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I mean, I don't really, I'm not really looking to make it big and be famous, you know, be that guy. I just want to, I just want to be happy, you mm-hmm. know, and just take care of my family and do what I love, you know. I make music. My son loves it. Yeah. He plays on my keyboard <laughs> while I'm making music. I'm trying to put him on this album, but it's so hard to get him to sit still. <laughs> and, you know, all my daughter. Rad. That'd to, be rad if you could do that. Yeah, you know, just get him to say some a few words and mm-hmm. get my daughter on the album. And just, you know, it's it's all about fun for me. Right you on. know, it's just, it's fun. It's passion. And it makes me happy, you know. Right. Um, do you feel like uh, your music... Not only like because it's a, a, I call it a hobby, right? Um, do you see it being inspirational for for everyone? I mean, in certain aspects, if you like, if you feel it the mm-hmm. right way, yeah. Okay. Some people might just hear it as just it's just music, music. Uh-huh. you know, and then some people hear it and. It, it gives them something, you know, mm-hmm. like it could be, it could be a line. It could be a whole song. It could be a whole album. Some people listen to my music because like they have rough lives and they need something that's just gonna, just gonna throw them a loop, you know, make them feel a little bit happy, make them be like, God, this guy's ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it just depends on the person and the situation, I guess. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, let's say, uh, 10 years from now, um, you're still making music. You're still smiling. Um, in that time span, do you have like a goal of possibly doing, uh, projects with other musicians? Almost definitely. Who would be, uh, the list of candidates there? Oh gosh. Like if I, the next 10 years I've had to choose, um, now that's a that is a dang good question. Uh, and then maybe we can get them on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, there's a kid I grew up with uh, named Nathan Penland. I actually know Nathan. You Penland, know Nate. Yes. Uh, we were supposed to do a song a couple years ago, and it fell through because of uh, my side of production. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to get a, get in there with him. Um, the guys in my music group, 
we need to do a couple more songs together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of hard because everyone's uh, kind of living adult life now. Yep. So it's yep. hard to get together, but hopefully we get to do that again. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, I mean, if I'm truly lucky, like have a song with Wale. Okay. Uh, like Talo Kweli or Most Def. You know, that'd be really cool. Uh, maybe like Kid Cudi, you know, those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like if Davey Havoc happened to say, hey, you know, I'd love to be on one of your songs. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, or Bud from Senses Fail. If he was like, yeah, dude, I want to be on your song. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So Okay. Yeah. yeah um, it, it's funny you mentioned Nathan. Uh, I've been... Every so often, I'll, I'll keep, stay in touch and see how how he's doing. Um, I've been wanting to like reach out to him and uh, get him on the show too. And um, yeah, I know he's got an interesting story, um, so I, I definitely would like to have him on the show. Um, yeah, um, it's great. Um, I can't wait for the new album to come out. Yeah, um, I'm excited. I want to. Uh, want to be able to hear what's on the makeshift mind that's uh, gonna be interesting i mean I can, I can imagine that that it's uh gonna be fitting for the 2020 year <laughs> <laughs> i have a feeling that it's gonna be um that type of thing that you use to figure out how to put something together yeah definitely this year this whole COVID experience and being stuck at home and like truly like getting a chance to just do it all on my own it's it's been a godsend to Mm -hmm. be honest like it sucks to not be able to go out and live life like I normally would but just to be at home and have to be forced to just like oh god I'm here you know especially not working for so long and it's just Uh like Okay, well, I can, I can do music now. Yeah. <laughs> I could just sit here and just write all day. And mm-hmm. Only problem with writing at home is, like, my son likes to rip up my notebooks. And it's so hard to get mad at a little kid who's exactly like I was when I was a little kid. I know the feeling. So <laughs> I, I find myself laughing when I should be angry. I'm like, I'll tape it together, mm-hmm. you know. Or if he eats it, then it's like, okay, well, I just lost that verse. <laughs> please spit it out I'm sure I can get it back but yeah it's definitely you'll definitely be able to feel the uh, someone like being stuck inside and having to never realize that you're going to experience a pandemic like this mm-hmm. and then having to and it's like I never yeah, yeah never, our, I never thought this was ever going to happen yeah, our generation is definitely experiencing something for the first time. Uh, um, however, I mean, I, technology is different, so I think you know that's useful for everyone to kind of like still c- stay productive in a sense. True. Um, but yeah, I definitely can't wait for this to get over, and yeah, I kind of want things to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you mentioned how how you <laughs> said that you're. Your son reminds you a lot of you, and how can you be mad at that? Like I, same thing with my kid. You know, he's six years old, and um, the little things that he does, uh, the things that he says, or the way that he says it, I'm like, man, this kid must have like 
went back in time somehow and saw how the thing saw saw the things I did and how I did it, and is playing the perfect split image of of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, just, I I laugh every single time he does something, and it's like, yeah, I just like I guess like any other parent, like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. But I was like, God, dude, why are you doing that? Like, come <laughs> on, man, get out of the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's my daughter. She's always in the refrigerator. She's yeah. always wanting a snack, man. My son, he just likes to be in the refrigerator. I mean, I get it like cold air or whatever, but like yeah. it's not hot. Get out of the refrigerator. <laughs> you know, what are you getting? And just look at me. You know, mm-hmm. you want chocolate milk? Nah. I'm just going <laughs> to try to close this door. Like, no, get out of the refrigerator. You know, or eating Scooby snacks because I guess it's the thing to do when your dad's name is Scrappy. I don't know. That is probably, that was going to be my first guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was actually funny because. He hears it, you know, and so he's like, that's a dad. Uh-huh. But everyone keeps calling him Scrappy. Mm-hmm. And then so I showed him, like, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy. Yeah. And the, he's just like... The, the new movie that came out? Oh, we own Scoob. Oh, for sure. But we <laughs> went back to the old movie okay. when Scrappy was the villain, which I'm still upset about. Okay. And actually, the one thing I do love about that movie is Daphne. Okay. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm-hmm crush from way back when oh yeah and scrappy peas on her to mark his property (laughs) that's my girl but you know freddie prince got her good Uh for him you know but yeah so i showed him all like the old school scooby-doo scrappy stuff so now he's oh he's all about it Uh but i have like a a mystery machine okay in a box and like he sees it he wants it and he wants it can't have that like this is this is like old you know leave it alone so i went and bought him one Okay. So he has his own, but it's like, yeah. I want dad's. But that one's inside of a box. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, I'd like not look at him for a couple minutes and I'll look back and it's just in his hands. Mm. It's just like, hey, dad, this one's in a box. Like, what's what's up with that? No. Yeah. But it's awesome. And he gets to just to watch him just grow up and teach him about the good comic books and. Yeah. You know, all the awesome things about growing up with a dad who's essentially a, a giant kid as well, you know. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I got the feeling that our generation, the millennial era, the millennial um, population. And I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's, I just feel like we grew up in a time that was very unique. And now that we are we're adults now and then we have our own families i don't know why but i feel like we are still all like kids at heart and i don't know and like i don't know if the boomer generation feels that way sometimes if they still feel like that they're in their in their 20s or whatever Mm -hmm. but like just speaking from the millennials point of view um man like i sometimes think that i'm i feel like i'm either think or feel like i'm 18 yeah you know i go work out and and i i talked to my wife about this one time I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start working out again, and I'm thinking, okay, like I'm gonna run like two miles, like I did back in the day, like nothing. But I'm like, I can't, I can't anymore. I got to remember that I'm in a 30 year old body now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so then, going back to, as a parent, uh, we're still kids, and it's cool because we have kids now, and we can be kids with our kids, mm-hmm. and 
a lot of the things that are coming back. So like my son has the, the Nintendo Switch and he's playing like the new like Link game, the new Mario Kart game. But then he found uh, the old Nintendo games that he can download. And so he's been playing that, that for like the last two weeks. And we've been playing the original Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3. We've been playing uh, Kirby. We've been playing... Uh, what's in the, um, Tech Tech Mobile. Oh, what? Yeah, so we're playing this 8-bit game on something that should be on 4K TV right now. <laughs> and it's like, I just told him today, I was like, why are we... Let's play Mario Kart, man. Like, I'm tired of playing 8-bit. Like, I... <laughs> But we were on a, he was on a Super Mario Brothers kick and then um, the original one. And and I said, yo, like, I have the Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers movie on DVD. Let's watch it. <laughs> and he's like, nah, nah. I'm like, no, it's cool because you got Mario on there and you got Yoshi. Yoshi's in there. He's like, what? Yoshi? Yoshi. And so we, we watched it one time and he was he had a blast. He had a blast watching it. And like, man, like, I remember having fun when that came out in the theaters and yeah. so I was like I was transformed again into a kid when we watched it together um, but yeah that, that's a great experience yeah that's like, awesome being a kid again with your kid yeah. and, and it's like I feel like like we grew up at the perfect time I think we did like we had the best cartoons I have to agree I mean the park was not safe <laughs> <laughs> you know there's wood chips and rocks and it's not like the padded parks that we have now. Uh-huh. And it's just, yeah, there was always something to get into. Mm-hmm. You know, let's make a tire swing. Let's, let's go find a way to ride our bikes to this train track. You know, there was, there was always so much adventure and also uh, a lot less adult supervision. I think that's might've been what it was. Yeah. We had a lot more freedom when we were younger when we shouldn't have. I think, yeah. Cause I remember, it was like, be home by the time the lights go on. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I can do before the lights come on? Like, I can go far. Anything, yeah. And you'll never know where I went. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll know, I'll be doing horrible things. Mm-hmm. I'll be throwing uh, oranges at cars and hiding, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, like, spending, like, two months building a clubhouse for it to collapse within a week. Uh-huh. You know, stuff like that. Yep. And I was like, dude, like, I, that's the stuff that I want my kid to do. But nowadays, it's not really you know, everything's so safe and mm-hmm. and know. more crazies out there, man. Like, yeah. And I, I think with the advancement of technology, where I think it's and, and I I think that we're also as humans we're we're weak a lot of times and we end up getting in trouble or getting into things that we shouldn't be getting into. And therefore creates bad behavior and like sick, twisted, demented um, acts of evil in it. And I think because of the the advancement of technologies, we have that. And it, I think it's tough for kids to um, kind of like just you know be out there and do those things, um, even with limited uh, uh, supervision. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we'll take our kids to the park and. Um, you know, even as parents, as we take the kids to the park, we'll find ourselves on the phone doing something, looking at social media and like, you know, for 30 seconds, we're not looking, we're not watching our kids 
ice cream man rolls by and could be taking kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. You know. Yeah, I had a I had a very big problem with cell phones for a while. Uh, luckily, I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, I spend more time off my cell phone now more than ever. Like the past year and a half has been. I just had to I had to put it away because I was always on it. Mm. I was always text messaging, playing a game, writing music, doing this, doing that. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta stop. So if I'm at the park, oh, I'm at the park, mm-hmm. and I'm on the slide, and I'm on the monkey bars, even though my feet drag now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that like is amazing about just like still feeling young, is just be able to do that. And it also helps other parents because they're like, oh, well, there's a, there's a parent that's actually playing with all the kids so they have that time just like sit back and just do whatever they want to do because i mean i'm there and i'm watching all these kids and they're like oh this kid this guy's amazing like Mm -hmm. yeah i went to chuck e cheese with my daughter and i'm like i'm like in it you know (laughs) and i'm positive there's a weight limit Uh and i'm positive i'm way too heavy for it Mm -hmm. And I know they wanted to be like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But then the kid's like, oh, my God, there's a dad in here. <laughs> you know, and I'm like crawling around chasing my daughter and it's shaking so much. Yeah. And every time I'm like, it's going to fall. Mm-hmm. Please don't let a bunch of kids get in the same areas with me because that's the last thing I want is that lawsuit. <laughs> oh, man. Why, what are you doing in there? Why are you in there? Like, uh, it's playing, you know, and then just, uh, but I just, I love it. It just, it keeps me young. It's all I can really do is it keeps me young. I just keep thinking like, you know, my son's two mm-hmm. and I need to be as young as possible for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, you know, when he learns, he wants to learn how to ride a bike. Like I'm running right there next to him. Tired as heck. <laughs> yeah. Sweating, breathing heavy, but I'm right there. And then he wants to learn how to jump on a trampoline. Like I want to be able to just do that and, you know, not really worry about, Oh my god, it hurts so much. When I take when I go home, I tell my girlfriend, "Hey, babe, I can't move." Yeah. <laughs> You're like, "What happened?" Like, I played. I shouldn't have. I know I shouldn't have. But I'm fine with it. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, I know, man. Like, I know we got birthdays coming up, <clears throat> yeah. and um, like my mom just right now or earlier today, she was. You know, like, yeah, how old are you gonna be? I'm like, uh, let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I hate to think that, you know, every year you're just getting older. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I like life, man. I, I love life and I hate to think that there's going to be an end eventually. Um, I, it's, I mean, it's cause I, I'm a lo- I love being alive because I love being around my family mm-hmm. and like how you mentioned, like the the problem with being on your phone too much um so there was a time uh probably like a couple years ago my son's maybe like four at the time and uh you know the wife had mentioned like you know you're on your phone a lot yeah like yeah i know and um so that kind of just played in my head at one at one time and i just thought like as i'm on my phone and my kids are in the same room I'm looking at my phone and I look up at them and I think to myself, what happened? Like you, you just got older. <laughs> you just got taller. I swear you just got taller right now. <laughs> right I missed now. it. 
like you know and i and i um you know i kick myself like that's that's the problem that's what i'm gonna miss out you know mm-hmm. and then to think that there's an end to my life i know there's gonna be so many things i'm gonna be missing out in their lives you know yeah and it's like i don't want to miss because i want to be there for them you know and obviously like we can't live forever but true um yeah it's just and you gotta live in the moment and you know understand like what's important in life and um it's I, i think it's important too to you know when you have like a hobby like for making music um like it really shouldn't like it's i think it's great to have like that hobbies to kind of like give you that r&r you know from having to go to work and you know having to take care of things at home but you know i think we all deserve that outlet to just kind of like get out let things out and you get rejuvenated you know um and we all got to find something that's gonna keep us rejuvenated you know yeah definitely like um my favorite quote all time Peter Pan to die would be a great adventure and it wasn't until like four or five years ago that I actually had to like think like why 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 would he say that you know like why is that the a great adventure because you don't know what's gonna happen next you know there's all these theories and everyone believes in whatever they want to believe in so for me it's like I have as much fun every single day as I possibly can. Like I gave up bad days for Lent. I don't know when Lent ends, so I just don't have bad days anymore. So as long as I'm happy and I just keep going and, you know, I feel like I'm making myself proud and like my kids are happy and I'm trying my best. In the end of the day, when it all said and done, you know, we did it. We did the best that we could. And uh, next, it's just the next adventure, you know, because mm-hmm. we don't really know what happens after that. We might uh, wake up on Mars and mm-hmm. be very confused, right. you know. Right. So it just you just gotta just gotta be you just gotta smile because there's so much horrible stuff in the world. There is, know? man. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. Like I'm, I'm just thinking about like the things that I've seen like the the evil that I see done to other people whether it's on the news or whether it's on like these sites there are some sites that have like these crazy videos and I remember thinking like man I don't want to see that because I know it's going to be stuck in my head mm-hmm. you know um and then I had seen someone on the internet like reply in response to someone who said the same thing like I don't want to see that you know they said like, well, you know, this stuff's happening whether you see it or not. Yep. And the fact that like, I, I and I don't think that that response was trying to get that person to like, like, Hey, just look at it. Just look at it. No, but it's like to understand, like there's so much evil that's happening. Um, and yeah, like we all could be doing something like whether it's just waving to your neighbor who just did you dirty um, doing something nice because you know that that person can benefit from it. Whether you're donating uh, funds to an organization that's trying to help those people, you're like, you know, everyone could be doing something. Um, but it's, it's, 
every day like i mean that's that's not something that we can do every day but you have to bring in like that joy you have to find joy and you have to like bring it in you got to store it in and then you have to make sure that that joy that happiness is being reciprocated um it's it's an unfortunate truth that's that's real and it's a it's a sad world but it is yeah you definitely have to make it make a makeshift world exactly you know we got to put it together by any means necessary i hug people who i don't know i'm always smiling a wave i'm that guy who sings in my car because i know there's gonna be that person that drives up looks and like oh god this guy is going off (laughs) oh i stopped i I stopped doing that 15 15 years ago (laughs) oh no oh no you give me you give me a good song i don't care i'll roll all my windows down well I, I okay, okay. I, I would agree with you. Yeah, if there is a great song, and then I have to also add, if there's someone in the car with me who knows the lyrics too, then it is on like American Idol. Oh, I give you that. <laughs> let's get a let's get some Bohemian Rhapsody in a car full of you have car, car full of people that know that song, mm-hmm. and it's gonna go off. Oh yeah. Let's go to karaoke and watch everyone know that song. <laughs> you know, yeah. But I don't. I just don't. I, just, I guess I just don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always had a, I had a weird life. Um, I don't really fall in with any like group necessarily. Like you remember me in high school, like I was everywhere. Yeah. You know, I talked to everybody. I have, honestly, I've, I feel like I have way too many friends and I don't understand how it's possible. I've done stuff that is just like, it, to this day, if I tell stories like, holy crap, like I did that and got away with it you know and it's just like why not like i'm just gonna keep i I, I guess it's like my positive attitude the the overconfidence of just like everyday living you know it's just i'm just gonna spread it i'm gonna sing my heart out i'm gonna i'm gonna fall down on my skateboard and watch somebody laugh at me and be like hey it's cool stay there i'm gonna try it again Mm -hmm. and then that's like okay so skateboarding when i was younger falling down, someone laughing at me, it used to frustrate me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, why am I letting this person frustrate me? Because they actually don't depict anything about my life. So then it became me falling down. If I hear somebody laughing, oh, I got to try three times harder. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't move because I got to do this in front of you now. <laughs> okay? You don't move. And I've had people stand there and wait. I had this lady wait six hours no. for me to do a 360 flip over nine stairs. She stayed there and waited. And it was the weirdest thing. And my friend's like, why is she still here? And I was like, because I haven't landed a trick yet. <laughs> and like, we ordered food. Okay. She came and sat with us, talked to her. And everyone's like, this is so weird. Who is she? Like, do yeah. you actually know her? Like, no, I don't know who she is. But she's going to stay here until I finish it. And then I finally landed it. And she clapped and she went home. That's awesome. You know, and it was like, do you, who is that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then I saw her like two months later with her family and her husband's like, oh, so you're the reason why my wife was six hours late. I was like, oh yeah, that was me. I apologize. So I heard you landed it though. Like, yeah, it was great. (laughs) Unfortunately, we weren't filming at the time, but yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. Uh He started laughing and then bam, I met a new friend, you know. That's crazy. That's great. Like, it's just, the world needs more of that type of like. It's not hard, you know. Um, what would you call it? 
encourage i would say it's encouragement yeah. like i think i think she picked up on the fact that that you wanted to execute and she had shared like she a total stranger shared and endured you know all those misses all those failures so many <laughs> and i mean who knows maybe she was just one of those um ocd type minds where it's like she needs needed to wait until she saw it <laughs> you got you gotta finish that like oh yeah but yeah it's just but i i kind of see that story as like man she was definitely an encourager a yeah. silent encourager you know and it's like she i mean she was walking it's just she's probably going home mm-hmm. she's like she's looked she saw she laughed i got up and i was yeah. like you, you have to stay there mm-hmm. and you just watch and it's just sat there and watch and it was like in my head when i was running back up the stairs I knew she wasn't going to leave, mm-hmm. you know? And like, mind you, like, she doesn't know me. So she'd be like, okay. And just like walked off. But then when I came back and I saw her there, I was like, I knew she wasn't going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was going to stay that long. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting her to hang out with us and, and meet all my friends and talk to us and have my friends like very confused, mm-hmm. like very like, why is she still here? <laughs> like, <laughs> does anyone actually know who this person is? You know, like, and if you listen, Miss Tracy, what's up? I'm still thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right on. Right on. Uh, but I mean, just I've been doing stuff like that my whole life. Just meeting random people and making them smile, making them laugh, giving them a hug. If I see someone having a bad day, like why not? Hey, are you okay? You want a hug? Mm-hmm. And it's the weirdest thing ever for people to give people hugs that they don't know. So for strangers to be like, do you? You look, you need a hug. You want a hug? And then especially for guys, like, no. Yeah. Like, dude, bring it in. Come on. I'm not going to kiss you. Just bring <laughs> it in. You know? Let's give them a nice little, nice tight hug. Like, hey, you feel that love right there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's for you. You know? <laughs> Go have a good day. And then just like, dude. And then you hear the story. Like, oh, yeah, some guy gave me a hug. You uh-huh. know? I lost my job today. And I was having a really bad day. And I went to the grocery store. And I realized I didn't have any money. I was leaving the grocery store, and this guy's like, dude, are you okay? Like, do you need a hug? And he hugged me. I felt a little bit better. It didn't make my life better as mm-hmm. a whole, but that little thing gave me something, you know? And then you find out, like, someone tells you that story, and you're like, oh, did he did he tell you what the guy looked like? Oh, yeah, he said his name was, uh, uh holy sh- It was you, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> it was me. It was Scrappy. Because nice. that's the name that you can't forget. Uh-huh. Some guy named Scrappy gave me a hug today, like... Oh, okay. Oh, I know that guy. He's hugged me before. Well, yeah. So, you know, I'm a hugger. I love it. I think it's just like everyone's so standoffish mm-hmm. that it's an invasion of privacy. Yeah. You and know, I mean, it's, going back to the, the technology conversation part of it, like, I think because we're so used to now just being on, uh, on our own with our phones in front of us. Like, that's the person that we interact with is our phones mm-hmm. and uh people kind of miss out i would say people are missing out of that type of like human contact that we have grown up with yeah um so yeah i can't wait so i can uh just go back to the bar and just have a drink good conversation watch some sports mm-hmm. <laughs> oh watch some sports would be great you know Sports, sports with um with audience, with like, audience. Li- li- live audience. Yeah. It's not as exciting. It's kind of weird. It's like, 
now I know how <laughs> I'm gonna feel bad about saying this, but like baseball is one of the most boring sports I've ever watched on TV. Uh-huh. And now every sports feels like baseball to me. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, uh, but then you go to the game. Oh yeah. Completely different experience. It is a different experience. You know, and it's just like, uh, I need that. I need that at the baseball game experience. I haven't, again. I haven't been to like a professional soccer game yet. I think in my lifetime, I may end up going. And I would say the same thing about, with, about baseball, uh, in regards to soccer, like I think it's a boring sport to watch uh, on TV, but when you're at the actual game, I think, or is it called matches? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I've been told that the experience is a lot different. Dude, the field's way too big. Like, <laughs> it's it's way too big. Like yeah. that's so much running. Like I give props to soccer players because yeah. I didn't actually know. That's like a nine mile field and they're running back and forth to score like four goals. Yeah. If that, yeah, you know, it's, that's insane. Yeah. But it's like, I've been to like a galaxy game. Okay. And I was like, this is, this is going to be something, you know, my friend bought me a ticket. I'll go with you. And I was like, no, bro, there's no way. Like how, how long is it? Like 90 minutes. No timeouts. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's a no timeouts. No. And they just kept running yeah. and running and running. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, watch it on TV. Nothing there. And it's like, how are you still doing this? And then you get so into it because you're like, he's still he's still going. Mm-hmm. There's a beat of sweat now. Okay. <laughs> 30 minutes in, he just started sweating. This is crazy. Yeah. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And I was high. I was very high up. Okay. And I was just like, yeah, I can still see them running back and forth, kicking that ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So having, having a live audience coming back to those games would be really nice to uh, get closer to normal. Yeah. And it's going to be like, everyone's going to appreciate it a lot more yeah you know it's it's always like you don't really know what you have until it's gone and we've heard that our entire lives Mm -hmm. and now for the first time like everything was gone Mm -hmm. and it's like oh when it when everything starts back up they're gonna make so much money oh yeah stock market's gonna bounce back up i want to do everything yep like yeah yeah I'm i'm sure a lot of people are gonna like hey you know i've been wanting to do this for a while and uh Hey, let's just do it because we've been stuck at home this yeah. whole time. You know, all the stuff that people had like on their bucket list, you know, like oh, I've been pushing this off for so long. Like, and now it's like, I'm not allowed to do it no matter what. Oh, that's going to be the first thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going skydiving in a couple of weeks because, like, I have to. You know, like, I need to. It's been too long. Yeah. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Scrappy. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, my man. It was nice talking to you, but. As a reminder, let's go ahead and uh, remind the people that Scrappy Skates was is going to be releasing uh, a new album. Yep, late October. October. Yes, uh, Makeshift Mind. Um, where can people find this album? Um, it's going to be on Bandcamp. Uh, no, it's going to be on my Reverb Nation. I'm not sure what other outlets we're going to be using quite yet. Okay, so it's but still in the works. Still in the works. Still putting everything together. Um, yeah. And then if people want to uh, stay in touch with the Makeshift Mind, they could follow you on Instagram, Scrappy Skates. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Scrappy Skates. Boom. Yeah. Um, 
one last thing uh what would you say what what kind of a uh, advice or motto that you have for people in general to kind of like you know i guess call it like a uh call to action for everyone what would be like your your positive message to people positive message you know above anything you have to do the best for yourself before your family before your kids unfortunately it has to be you and once you do that you can realize how much good you can actually do for other people so Mm -hmm. stay positive stay happy eat sugar go outside and play you know go to the movies whenever it's available and uh, watch a goofy movie several <laughs> times. Goofy movie, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when, uh, when Makeshift Mind comes out, I hope you guys enjoy it. Right on. Look forward to it. Thanks again, Scrapping. Oh, thank um, you. And then uh, hopefully we'll have you on on the show again. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. We'll call it. We'll call it there, and uh, that's it.